What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bourbon and Bets. I am your host, Zach Stonerock, and joining me again today is my uh, established, fantastic, top-of-the-line, world-class co-host, Mr. Avery Cunningham. Oh, Zach, you know how to butter people up, man. That, Taylor, Taylor is very lucky to have you, man. Yeah, uh, she is, isn't she? <laughs> yes, I, I, I <laughs> say so. But uh, hey, as Tim Todd said in his best man speech, as or I could have it backwards. Um, as much as as lucky as he as she is to have you, she's just as luck as lucky as she is to have you. You're just as lucky to have her. Or More he might say it back, back, backwards. <laughs> hey, it's all right. Yeah, that was that was kind of a. That was that was a brain buster for sure. There was a lot yeah, of yeah. a lot of moving pieces there. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the same words. Yeah, all that. So all good, man. Um, I, but I agree. I I am the lucky one in this relationship without question. So, um, absolutely. Just like you are the lucky one in your relationship. One hundred percent. One hundred percent, man. No arguments there. That's something we will agree on. We don't really agree on much. So. Yeah, we the women in our lives are better than we are. So absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and um, let's talk some football, man. So Thursday night, uh, first NFL game of the season. Uh, a lot of people have a feeling that these two teams that are starting the season are going to be the two teams ending the season um, in the Super Bowl. Um, this game, you know, the the Bills ended up running away with it, uh, thirty-one to ten. Um, the Bills really put on a dominant performance, uh, and there's a lot of talk about the Rams um, not looking, you know, like the Super Bowl uh, defending Super Bowl champs that 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 they are. Um, I want to hear your take because I feel like a lot of people are getting ahead of themselves in this situation. Um, you know, there's all this talk about these two teams could finish the season in the Super Bowl, so it's not like the Rams got beat by a slouch of a, of a, of a team in an organization. Um, Josh Allen looked amazing. Stefan Diggs and, and, and him had a heck of a connection, uh, as well as like Gabe Davis and, uh, McKenzie as well. Um, there were some struggles on the Rams side, but what overall, what was your, your takeaways from, from that game on Thursday night? Um, you know, last year you can say that the bills weakness, one of their weaknesses was getting to the passer. Um, pretty much Von Miller fixed that overnight. And just, uh, you know, the growth of H.A. Pendenza um, and uh, Gregory Russo. Uh, so that, like, um, who, and then the, the guy that got the interception and his name is escaping me right now. Um, but they, they just were created havoc on uh, Stafford all night. Um, seven, seven sacks. Um, D-line got an interception. D-line got an interception. Um, it, it was just, uh, it was just made it tough for him all night. Uh, Staff, Matt Stafford didn't look, they really look all, all that great. Uh, Cooper Cup, you know, he's he's Cooper Cup, one you know, one of the best receivers in the game. Um, but yeah, like um, offense also look 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 really good. Uh, Jalen Ramsey um, had a couple plays where he played undisciplined football, and you know, you got to be over top. So that that's what happens. But let's not overreact. It's the, it's week one. Um, the Rams, you know, they never play pre. They never play their starters preseason. So. It's it's not, not anything to overreact about. Um, they'll be they'll be fine. Um, you know they got a great coach in uh, Sean McVay, um, so great staff over there. They'll, they'll be um, they'll um, you know go go back in the lab, see what they did wrong. They'll they'll come back and then they'll they'll get better. But you know as far as like improvements to go, they you know they got to got to protect Matt Stafford. Matt uh, Stafford got to uh, make uh, you got to start making making better decisions, making better throws. 
Um, and then, but yeah, they'll, they'll be fine. They, they were in the Super Bowl for a reason last year. Uh, you know, first week one, you know, the Bills, the Bills lost to the Steelers. So, and everybody thought the Bills was going to be, you know, going to have a down year, but, you know, they could have, it could have easily represented the AFC in the Super Bowl. So, uh, this, I mean, it's not, not worth overreaction, but, you know, just take notes of what happened and just, you know, just go from there. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, you know, as, as bad as the Rams looked with Stafford, you know, throwing all those interceptions. And um, I, I did look up the names that everyone had those interceptions. So it was Boogie Basham, Jordan Poyer, yeah. and Dane Jackson. So yeah, Bo- yeah, Boogie Basham was the guy, the other guy I was thinking of, like him and like uh, Phillips, like they were all just causing havoc all night. So yeah. I, I mean, the Rams did not look great. I agree that Stafford didn't have a lot of protection. Um, he also seemed to be holding the ball a little bit too long and, and not making, you know, quick decisions. Um, and and obviously when, when you're watching the game, they don't have the camera showing the whole field. So I don't know if he's holding the ball due to coverage, which more than likely, I mean, the, the Bills defense was doing a great job in coverage. Um, I just think he needs to be more confident in his decisions. You know, it would be nice to see him getting some more some more time back there to to make those decisions and process and read the defense. Um, but I mean that that Bills defense is solid. I mean, you're not going to get a lot of time with those guys when they when they're coming at you and rushing the ball. Uh, Von Miller definitely a huge addition. Um, as you mentioned, they struggled last year with with getting to the quarterback, and and he instantly changed that as you as you stated. Um, I'm not I'm not worried about the Rams right now my concern would be how they move forward there's a huge emphasis on cooper cup um you know he is the offense i i think it's pretty evident that that team's going to go as he goes um however we need to see Allen robinson get more involved um daryl henderson surprised me as you know being the 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 lead back um got the majority of the carries cam Akers was essentially non-existent had three carries for zero yards um which is disheartening because I picked him in a, in a, in a couple fantasy leagues. Um, ours included. Yeah, ours included. However, in ours, I also trade have, him, you know, just send him over, send him over. Hey, <laughs> put, put together a package, put together a package and, and, and we can talk. Yeah. We'll um, talk about that later. Even though uh, you already uh, declined one of my trade proposals. Maybe yeah. Cause I'm not, I'm not giving you him for uh, I'm not giving you Josh Allen for the Colts defense, um, <laughs> but the, the thing that was crazy to me that I didn't know, um, I, so I knew going into this game that Sean McVay was 5-0 and in week one games. I didn't know that throughout his career as a head coach, he had never been below 500. Um, yeah. That was that was crazy to me. Um, and then just the fact that now this is the first time in his career he's been below 500. Granted, he's 0-1 against somebody who anyone can argue that, that, that the Bills could have been in the Super Bowl last year, you know, pending that, uh, you know, a different outcome on, on the coin toss in overtime. Granted, never want to have a game come down to a coin toss. However, terrible way to lose a game. Um, but uh, Sean McVay is a genius when it comes to to football, and I'm, I'm excited to see what what type of, a, of adjustments he makes moving forward. I would love to see Allen Robinson more involved, and I would love to see Cam Akers get more carries uh, in the backfield. For me, I, I'm, I'm questioning whether it was, hey, we're going to ease him back into it due to the fact that he was injured last year. Um, I don't know. It's gonna gonna be interesting to see. Yeah, but I mean, I think it was just injured. I think it was injured throughout like the preseason though, or um, 
Because, like, you know, he, he came back from a torn Achilles in, like, five, what, five, six months? Some some insane like that. So, I mean, right. obviously the, the dude was healthy enough to play, and he was getting, like, a, a workload in the playoffs. So, I guess I, I just think he was, like, just got banged up during the uh, during preseason or something like that. But I'm sure, when you know, when, as the season goes on, he, we're going to continue to see Cam Makers uh, get more of a role in the offense. Yeah, um, I hope so. <laughs> um, I took him – I think I want to say I took him in, like, the – so a seventh round, sixth or seventh round, yeah, sixth, seventh round, yeah, somewhere around there. Um, I would hate to to waste a uh, a, a good uh, good draft pick on on a guy that's not going to get any carries. Um, hey, he'll get carries on my team. Let's talk. Okay, let's talk after this show. Um, right. But moving on, so obviously, um, so today Saturday we got a whole slate of college football games coming up. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about um, a parlay that I have for today um, at the end of the show. But um, as we've mentioned numerous times, our focus is NFL. It's what we are able to speak on more, obviously, in the college football world. There's over 100 Division One teams, um, well over 100 Division One teams to, to be able to talk about, whereas in the NFL there's 32. So a little easier for us to uh, dial in and um, – I don't want to say be experts, but be able to speak to, you know, all the teams a little, a little more intelligently than what I'd be able to uh, speak to Assumption University, who who played in a college football game last night. Um, never even heard of them before that, but uh, they also got smacked. But, um, <laughs> but, but hey, 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 nothing against Assumption, but. But, you know, you've been making, like, really good college football picks, though. Um, you've been, like, one pick away um, what the last – what last two weeks? No, or last yeah. week you had one pick. Well, the two weeks ago, you know, we got, uh, you know, you uh, you hit that, and then was it last week where you were just one pick away? I think it was Virginia Tech uh, and the uh, Ohio or Old Dominion. Old Dominion um, yeah, Houston, where, Houston getting beat that one. Oh yeah, Houston, yeah, Houston, Houston as well. So we had the Friday and the or Saturday. not covering. They, they they won, but won by two yeah. because it came down yeah. to that that, stupid that overtime stupid, rule. over the new stupid overtime rule. Yeah, all I had to, yeah, all I had to do is score a touchdown in the first overtime, then you know we've been fine. But but no, you've been you've been uh, pretty 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 solid, pretty spot on so far. Yeah, I mean it's 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 felt good to be able to uh, to get so many correct. However, when you parlay them, <laughs> you got to get them all correct, or else it means nothing. So. Yep, it means nothing. Yeah, it, it does make me feel good fun. that I'm on the, um, that I'm on the right track, though, right? So yeah, exactly, um, definitely looking forward to those. Uh, and, and like I said, we'll we'll lay that out at the end. Um, but first Sunday of football, um, NFL football being fully back, we have a full slate of games. Um, we're not going to go through all the games. Uh, we're just going to you know hit on the ones that we have in the NFL parlay uh, for tomorrow. Um, kind of go through thought process there. Um, I'll ask you if you agree. Um, you know, let me know if I'm wrong, why I'm wrong. Uh, but then I also want to hear what your top five uh, picks are. So I'm going to have five picks. You'll have five picks. Uh, if any of them cross over, let me know also. And we can, you know, talk about those games uh, a little more in depth. Uh, but we'll kick things off. Uh, my first pick that's going to be in the parlay is I'm actually taking Baltimore minus six and a half at the New York Jets. Uh, for this one here, uh, Zach Wilson is projected to be out at least three or four weeks at this point. Um, so he's definitely not starting uh, this game. Joe Flacco is going to be in there. Um, they're also missing their left tackle, Dwayne Brown. He's out as well. 
So I think with all of that and, and uh, uh, Makai Becton, I believe I'm saying his name correct there, he's on IR. So the fact that they put in effort to make this, this offensive line better and then you have two of your key guys out, I think it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be a disastrous day for, for the Jets. Um, I honestly think six and a half points is, is pretty low. Um, I would be comfortable taking this spread up to probably nine points for, uh, for the Ravens there. Uh, Lamar Jackson wasn't able to come to terms on any uh, uh, contract extension. Um, I don't think that's going to going to matter much. You know, obviously he's still playing for that contract, you know, if they do continue talks or, you know, even if it gets pushed to next year. So I think he's going to really be hungry to, um, to show why he, why he deserves that contract. So I, I see this, this game, you know, I, I, I almost want to say that I don't know if the Jets are going to score. Um, I, I think that this could be a shutout, maybe a field goal. Um, I just think that Baltimore is ready to bounce back. Um, I, I, I don't think Dobbins has officially been um, given the green light or, or if he's going to be out yet. I don't think that, that they've actually made a decision. I think that's going to come down to, to game time, unless you've heard something else. But um, I, I see Mark Andrews having a huge game here, actually. Um, potentially two touchdowns, uh, two touchdown game. You know, they don't have Hollywood Brown there anymore, um, but they have uh, Bateman. Correct? Yeah, Rashad Bateman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, Rashad Bateman. I, for, for whatever reason, I, I get him mixed up with a, a guy from Arizona, um, just name-wise. I, I don't okay. – forgive me. I, I can't even think <laughs> of who I'm thinking of right now. So, <laughs> um, But then also my guy, Devin Duvernay. Uh, yeah. he's, he's supposed to be coming in there. So you guys all know I was very high on him last year. Um, I think he's going to come in and I think he's going to be a big impact player that's kind of flying under the radar. Um, so I, I'm, I'm excited to see what he's going to do. He's also back there, um, as the return man again. So he's, he's great back there. Um, pro Bowl and, last year, right? Was he, pro Bowl? was he a pro bowl as a return guy? He was, yeah. He was okay. a, uh, pro bowl, uh, re- return man. Yeah. Words are hard today. Clearly, my brain's not working yet, Avery. Yeah, hey, um, it's early. It's early. <laughs> Nine twenty a.m. It's not that early. <laughs> I should be awake. Um, but hey, it's six twenty in the in the West Coast right now. So, I like the way you think. Yeah. Um, so anyway, all that being said, I just rambled on. I'm taking Baltimore minus six and a half. What are your thoughts there? Um, I have Baltimore as well going six and uh, going six and a half. Um, pretty much for most of the reasons that you said. Um, you know, they if you go expand a little further, you know, they uh just drafted uh, uh, Bruce uh, Brees Hall in the second round this year. They still got Michael Carter, Michael Carter spl- splashed a little bit last year, but um, the Ravens defensive front, uh, they only gave up uh, 3.8 yards uh, per carry. So I think that was, that's that's going to be a struggle for them as well, especially for Bruce Bruce Hall's first game. So I'm not sure, really sure who's going to get the start there. I, I didn't really check the depth chart, and but um, but yeah, you're right. The, most of the reasons, um, like you, like you said, the Jets started, you know, going to their third left tackle. I think they'll start another rookie um, somewhere on the O line too, and uh, Mitchell, Max Mitchell, I believe is is his name. Um, so yeah, all all those reasons, I have that pick as well. So. We can move on. Yeah, I think um, I'm pretty sure Brees Hall is the starting back in the backfield uh, looking at the depth chart. But I do think Michael Carter is probably going to going to get some carries as well. Um, I had to look it up because I was like, am, am I crazy? Am I not thinking about the, the the right name? Rondell Moore, for whatever reason, I always think he plays for the, for the Ravens. 
not yeah. an honest mistake, but <laughs> but that that's that's the name I was thinking of in my head. Um, anyway, so so you're taking the Ravens minus six and a half, also. Yes. Perfect. All right, let's move on to the next game. Um, we got the Indianapolis Colts at the Houston Texans. Colts are favored by seven. I think this is a lock as well. Um, Colts minus seven. Um, I think Houston is going to be better than what people think that they're supposed to be. Obviously, Davis Mills came out last year and had a um, nice little run. Um, you know, Houston was still Houston. They 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 didn't make the playoffs or anything like that. But I think Davis Mills really surprised the league. Uh, I, I think everyone wrote him off. I think when he was coming in to be the starter, everyone thought he was going to come in and be out, you know, take that team 0-17. So, yeah. Um, I think Houston has the ha, has a lot of talent at their skill positions. Um, Damian Pierce, uh, you know, as a running back, he's he's going to be the starting guy. Uh, Houston ended up cutting Marlon Mack, so uh, behind Damian Pierce, they have Rex Burkhead um, and Dave. I'm sorry, not Dave. Dar, Dar I, you know, I'm going to butcher this guy's name, so I'm not even going to say it. Um, oh, I, I already know, you talk, I already know you talk about. <laughs> yeah, I, I am not even going to uh, try to do that and disrespect him. Um, but, you know, Rex Burkhead is kind of that utility guy, so he's going to be more for, like, passing downs and different things like that. Um, so I think Damian Pierce is going to get a chance to really be the, the main back down there in Houston. They also have Brandon Cooks, who um, <laughs> has kind of just been in the worst situation at all times he he's at these teams has great seasons, but the rest of the team's just not quite there. They ship them out. And then the next year, these teams typically win Super Bowls. So, um, or, or a couple years later, at least. Uh, but the, the person for the Texans I'm, I'm most excited to, to watch is uh, Derek Stingley jr. Um, back there at corner out of LSU. Just want to see how he does, how, how he adjusts to the game. Um, all that being said, though, I think the Colts are just more more well more well rounded. Uh, Matt Ryan, you know, is a huge upgrade at quarterback from what they had last year. Um, Easy with the huge. Good to you. <laughs> Matt, all right, Matt Ryan five years ago would be considered a huge upgrade, but right now, you know, I think he's serviceable. I think we're in a. Uh, I, th I think I mentioned it before, more of like a, a Peyton Manning type project when Peyton Manning went to the Broncos. Um, the fact that the Colts have a, a solid defense and a good uh, offensive line. Uh, Paris Campbell's back and healthy this year. I'm excited to see what Michael Pittman can do with a quarterback who's a little more accurate. Um, and, I mean, overall, you know, Jonathan Taylor. I almost forgot about Jonathan Taylor there in the backfield who is <laughs> an absolute stud. Um, you know, we have uh, Darius Leonard, who I had no idea goes by Sha Sha Shaquille Leonard now. Um, uh, he's out for this game. So that's going to be a, a, a big, big gap that they're going to have to fill. Um, but I just think that the Colts overall are, are just, you know, a much better team. So I, I'm, I'm comfortable with Colts minus seven and a half here. Um, I, I don't necessarily think this game is going to be a blowout. I don't see it being a super high scoring game. Um, but I, I can definitely see this game in, you know, ending up as like a 24 13 type, type game. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Um, the uh, division opponents, that's that's what makes it more interesting. And a division opponent in the division game at home was kind of what steered me off of uh, taking this. Uh, but as far as, like, the talent goes, you know, you can 
I definitely see where you're coming from. There's, there's, you know, the Colts have more have more talent on their on their side as opposed to the Texans, who probably in like a two, three, four, five year rebuild, you know, whatever it is. Um, and as far as um, and also uh, Davis Mills is a lot is is very is very was very good at home last year. So like you go back to like the games where we played the Patriots, you know, the Patriots. Um, you know, against rookie QBs, they like is a daunting task for for anybody. But he actually played really well against the Patriots last year. If you go yeah. back to that game, um, so so that kind of just stirred me off. You just uh, you know just division like the, the division aspect. Um, you know, Davis Mills being a better quarterback at home. Um, him, you know, you know being a, being a year older now. Um, so so um, I mean, I, I can see that pick going. I just didn't. I just wasn't as confident. Um, as you were okay hey, that's fair um my next pick um i'm actually taking uh the saints minus five and a half at the falcons um again i just think that the falcons are in a huge rebuild year um a lot of questions at quarterback marcus Mariota. uh you know it, it it's crazy because you got these two guys who came into the league and they were drafted one two together um and you can argue that both of them have had kind of big fall offs. Uh, Marcus Mariota, much bigger fall off than Jameis Winston for sure. Uh, Jameis Winston has been a starter in the league um, pretty much every year, with the exception of uh, he came in when Drew Brees was still there, right? And backed him up. Yeah, he was he was the backup yeah. for Drew Brees last yeah. year. Yeah. So um, you know, whereas Marcus Mariota has been sidelined for for quite some time now, and uh, I, I think. Me personally, I think there's a, a huge opportunity for Desmond Ritter to come in and, and take over this team midway through the season if if they're not doing well. Uh, but d- don't don't say it, man. Don't say it. Continue, continue. Um, <laughs> and then also the uh, the Falcons are you know there's a chance that their uh, number one receiver Drake London is going to be out. Um, and they're, you know, we all, we all know they've already lost Calvin Ridley for the whole year. So I just don't think they're going to have the weapons there. You know, Kyle Pitts is there at side end, but he was super inconsistent last year, would put up 20 fantasy points and then have one catch for seven yards. So um, I just don't think that they have the the talent. Whereas when you look at the other side of the ball, um, you know, you got Jameis Winston there um, leading that offense. We got Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram now backing him up again. So you got that one, two punch. Granted, Mark Ingram is not the Mark Ingram that was there last time uh, they were together, but you still got a lot of juice left in him. Um, but then you have Chris Olave. Uh, do do we know if Michael Thomas is playing? Um, I think he's questionable. Um, so I, I think it'll be more of a game time decision. I think he's having a hamstring issue, so those can always go either way. But you know, if, if history repeats itself, I say he's out. Okay. Um, and but then also just the Saints defense is, is better as well. Um, so you know, Tyron Matthews questionable, but I mean, overall, I just think the Saints have you know, top to bottom, their defense is better than what the Falcons have. Um, so five and a half points. I, I don't think that either of these teams, I'm gonna say, I, I think, I think these teams finished three four in the NFC South. I see the Saints coming in third. <laughs> I see I see the Falcons coming in last. Um, and then Carolina, Carolina and Tampa above both of them. So yeah. um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. So like obviously I'm that that's somewhat of a homer um statement. 
but I just I, I I don't love Baker as a quarterback and, and I don't want to get off on a tangent taken away from the pick but Baker does add a, another dynamic to that team and I, I could eat my words after after tomorrow's games and Baker ends up being a, a, a dud throws six interceptions which he's capable of doing but I do think that that the team with Christian McCaffrey being back Baker who in my opinion is a better leader than what Sam Darnold is um, I think that that the team's in a good position especially with a young talented defense that's all I'm going to say about the Panthers but I, I do see the Panthers finishing the year better than the Saints that's a bold prediction there buddy but hey um no what's uh uh like well I, like as far as the talent, you know, it kind of just goes back to the Houston Indianapolis Colts. As far as the ta- like, you know, the talent is, you know, there's more talent on New Orleans side as opposed to Atlanta side. Um, not, a, you know, not going to bet a uh, a home divisional game. You know, Atlanta's at home. Atlanta plays New Orleans very tough. Um, they're, you know, they're, uh, you know, Kyle Pitts. I think he's going to have, you know, a breakout year this year. Um, he, he's probably. Uh, he'll probably be the number one number one receiver, number one option, uh, um, you know, until uh, Drake London gets back. And even then, he'll probably still be it for the first, you know, for the first couple of weeks. Um, so, but, yeah, I mean, as far as the talent goes, there's more talent on the New Orleans side. Uh, so I, I could see it definitely being, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, co- if they covered the spread. Uh, but just, you know, the fact that Atlanta plays New Orleans tough. They still got like you know they don't have a lot to you know lot to hit home about, but their outside corners and um and uh, Hayward and um and AJ Terrell, um you know they're they one of one of the better corner uh, corner duos you know in the league that you know they're not going to get talked about enough because they play for the Atlanta Falcons, um so you know I can see it happening just not as not as convicted as as you are you know okay so that's not on your list that's good to know. Um... I, I like when we uh, when, when, when there's some contrast in our picks. So um, my next one that I have, uh, there it is, uh, Kansas City at Arizona. Um, I'm actually taking the over in this one. This one, I think, is a good point total game. Um, the over uh, 53 and a half. Uh, I, I see both these teams putting up, you know, big points. Chiefs historically have been a, a high scoring team. Uh, granted that offense looks different now Patrick Mahomes still quarterback and Travis Kelsey is still there Um, however now you have Juju and um, MVS Um, you got Sky Moore there also and uh, Miko Hardman still there Um, so so there's some there's some familiar faces but obviously Tyreek Hill's out of there now and and he he was a big part of that offense Um, you got Clyde Edwards-Alaire back there in, in in the backfield I see this team being able to put up a lot of points um regardless of, of not having Tyreek there. But then on the other side of the ball also, uh, you got Kyler Murray, um, you know, and, and now he has Hollywood Brown, who, who we talked about earlier, left uh, left from the Ravens. Uh, deep threat. I'm, I'm not sold on Hollywood Brown. I don't think he's a bad receiver. I just don't think he's, like, game-changing type receiver. Um, you think he was worth the first-round pick? Because they Arizona traded their first-round pick to get him. No, I don't think so. Do you? I I don't know. I mean, I guess it's just what the growing rate for for like wide receivers is. But me personally, I wouldn't have traded a first rounder. But as Ravens, you can't say no to that. I think that's oh yeah, yeah. good value. So absolutely. And then uh, we got my guy Rondell Moore, who I who I was mentioning earlier, but for the wrong team or thinking about uh, for the wrong... Rondell's not playing this game. Is he? Oh, he is out. Good call. Good yeah. call. Um, 
Which then, I mean, I guess that adds another dynamic. Like you got AJ Green, and then I guess does Andy Isabella fill in at that at that yeah. third slot? Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure who's going to, to take. Um, so I, I guess he's still he's still on the team. He was on the he was on a bubble for a little bit, and then I I was wondering about uh, Wesley too. I'm not. I know he was hurt, but I didn't. IR. No, he's on IR. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure outside of uh, Brown and Isabella, AJ Green, who who else the re- receivers are. And then yeah, I, don't, I don't know if Zach Ertz is playing either. Greg Dortch. Okay. Out of Wake Forest. Okay. Um, and then Zach Ertz. Uh, yeah, he's still he's still listed as questionable. I don't know if we have a um, an official word. I think that that's going to be one of those that come that you know the decisions made at, at game time. Okay. Um, and then obviously you got James Conner in the backfield too. So I, I think Kyler Murray gives your team a boost and gives you the opportunity to score points just because of what he brings to the team, you know, being a dual threat. Uh, so I, I, I think Arizona is going to be able to score some points here also. So, I, I mean, I think 53 and a half, you know, I, I see this game and, you know, probably with the Chiefs scoring in the 30s, you know, we'll say 34. Um, I could see – I could see the Cardinals putting up at least 21. So, um, I'm, I'm pretty confident in the over here. I'm not as confident. Um, just like kind of just the reasons we said, um, you know, the Arizona's you know, got to have some guys missing um, as well as this is going to be the Chiefs' first full full game, you know, together. So, you know, I know they've been working, working a lot. They've actually, you know, their first team actually got reps in the preseason. So that so that may come eat me in the face later. Um, you know, I may have to eat my words later on that. But you know, just there's like so many new pieces. Um, you know, being the first game, I think it may take a little while to gel. Um, so, and you know, and on the other side of the ball, obviously you got Kyler Murray. You know, who's legit. Um, but they got some guys missing on, on you know in the receiving room. Um, and also if uh, Zach Ertz miss, you know, they might uh, go have to go with the rookie Trey McBride there. Um, I'm not sure who's backing him up. Um, so, so yeah, and then, you know, Kansas City's defense, um, you know, you know, they're, you know, they can be, I mean, towards the end of the season last year, they were, they were tough. Uh, you know, they got better. Yeah. As the beginning of the season, you know, they, it was a struggle. You know, also they lost, you know, Tyron Ty, Ty Matthew, the guys from the, have some new corners, you know, starting. Um, so I could see it going either way, but I would probably lean towards the under. Sounds like, uh, Amari doesn't like your pick is what it sounds like to me. Amari's hungry, <laughs> but yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's, uh, she's eating, uh, you know, wife, you know, as we, as we spoke about, you know, she, you know, they're holding down the household, man, holding it down. So yeah, she's in the background there. So nah, nah, she's great. Um, I just, I, I like when she doesn't like your picks. Um, well, well, she didn't like your picks last year. You know, you went against her, went against our Bengals, you know, last year. She let you know about it. She, she sure did. She sure did. Um, did you, uh, so, so were you taking the under on this game or did you have a pick in this game for your, for your, uh, main picks? I didn't, I didn't pick, I didn't pick this game, uh, but I, I would, I, I am doing the, I am going with the under. If I had to choose, I, I do. And what's the spread? Was it five and a half? Uh, let me take a look because I didn't write that down. Let's see here. I want to say five and a half sounds right, but let me get this to pull up. Takes so long to get through everything. Five and a half, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, I would say 28 to 20. Um, yeah, that's what I think it was scored to be. Um, so, Chiefs. yep, Chiefs. So, okay. I, I mean, I would say I, I think Chiefs would go cover, but I'm going with the under. Okay, okay, fair enough. Uh, and then I guess my last pick before we dive into yours is um, the Raiders at the Chargers. Um, I'm taking the over in this one of 52. I think both these teams have high power offenses. Uh, you know, we spoke about it pretty heavy in our in our last episode. Um, but I just feel like the Chargers have a, a ton of weapons on offense. And then when you look on the other side of the ball, the Chargers also have huge weapons on offense as well. I think both these teams have decent defenses. I, I, Chargers, I think, have a great defense for sure. Um, and I don't think the Raiders have a bad defense by by any means. Uh, but I just think these offenses are so high powered. Um I think Josh McDaniels being the the play caller that he is, he's going to come out and he's going to make Devonte Adams and, and um, uh, Derek Carr have instant impact. I, I feel I, I feel like he's going to come out probably taking some deep shots. Uh, but then Hunter Renfro is also also a monster. Um, Josh Jacobs is finally securing his role back there. I feel like, um, but then on the other side of the ball, like Eckler, Allen. Uh, Williams, uh, I think they're all going to have big games as well. So I, I, I see this being a scoring fest, um, you know, where we can see both these teams score over 30 points. Yep, I had that pick as well. Um, I, I was more confident as that J.C. Jackson is not going to play uh, in this game. So uh, I think, uh, you know, Sante Samuel Jr. is going, is going to be, um, you know, the corner. One who's going to guard uh, Devontae Adams. Um, so we'll see. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I also have the over here. Uh, just you know, both both offenses be, uh, being high powered. Uh, I'm not sure is uh, Darren Waller going to play? I didn't check on that. Uh, let me check real quick. Uh, yeah, he actually. Um, I'm sorry, that came out yesterday that he has he's not on the injury report anymore. So okay, um, okay. so he'll be playing. And I actually think, um, yeah. So I they had Asante Samuel Jr. starting regardless of J.C. Mm-hmm. Jackson. So. Um, yeah, I, I can see him probably being matched up with Adams. Uh, and I, you know, I'm not as familiar with these other guys, and, and you might be, but they got Michael Davis and they have Bryce Callahan. Bryce Callahan sounds more familiar to me than yeah. than, uh, than Michael Davis. So I don't know if you – what your thoughts are on, you know, either of those guys stepping in and being able to – obviously they're not going to be able to be J.C. Jackson, but, you know, how well they're going to be able to step in and, and, and fill that hole. I mean, it's going. To, it's a tough ask. Um, you know, I, I mean, I think who I want to say they're like Gus Bradley's their de- a defensive coordinator. Uh, your guess is as good as mine here. Because um, I know that um, I think he's more of a zone guy. Um, so they, I mean, I'm sure they'll run some man as well. Um, but I mean, especially when you got when you got you know you got. Um, you know Bosa and um, and Khalil, uh, Khalil Mack bringing pressure, so I mean, I mean, you, you, sh- you mean you should be able to, uh, you know, uh, run man. You know, got to get the ball out quick. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, Hunter Renfro is still going to be a tough, tough ask. You know, you know, covering one on one as obviously uh, Adams is too, but you know, Renfro is one of the better route runners in the league. Uh, Gus Bradley was actually their D coordinator from 2017 to 2020. Now it's uh, Ronaldo Hill. Wow, I was two years two years off. That's terrible. I had no idea either way. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's okay. So that oh, I guess he was winning the old regime. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Well, um, not really too familiar with Ronaldo Hill. 
Um, but yeah, I, you know, it's going to be a tough ask, you know, to cover, to cover everybody, you know, Josh McDaniels, you know, being, being the, being the, the play caller now. Um, so I, I can see this definitely going over. That was one of my picks as well. Okay, cool. So that wraps up my picks. Uh, before we jump into yours, uh, obviously I parlayed these, um, with these being in a parlay, uh, it came in at plus, um, 2,435. Um, so if you were to bet a hundred, you would get $2,435 in, in, uh, in, in, in a payout. I don't know why, again, words are hard this morning. Um, for sure. but, uh, so that's, that's what I got. And, you know, so we've heard two of your picks. You also have Baltimore minus six and a half and you have the chargers over 52. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what these other three picks are. All right. Um, I have, um, you know, um, the Panthers, uh, plus one and a half over the Browns. Um, I wasn't too sure about this as, at first, but uh, Greedy Williams uh, missing, missing going to miss the game. Um, so I, I think that's going to be going to be going to be big. Um, so pretty much, uh, you know, Newsom, Greg Newsom is going to be uh, one. I mean, covering DJ Moore. So it's a little, little bit of a drop off. Uh, Greg Newsom, I did did like him out of Northwestern. Um, you know, uh, I think this game is going to uh, going to be a low scoring game, maybe like you know twenty to seventeen, something like something along those lines. So I can see the Panthers, you know, pulling pulling that out. Um, this, you know, until um, you know the Browns' offense, you know, they got you know got to get reps, uh, you know, just got to got to get got to get going. Um, you know, with the you know the Panthers having one of the more underrated defenses uh, last year, which I'm pretty sure why you're. You were, you know, have them second in the NFC South. Um, either that or you're deranged. Uh, I'm not sure yet, but we'll see. That's why we play the game. Um, my other pick. Hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh, I just want to take a moment and just appreciate the fact that you are rolling with the Panthers. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, hey, I, hey, hey, just, unlike you, Zach, you know, I don't let my emotions, you know, go on the paper you know I, I i use facts i you know i use the eye test and i'll use my emotions okay all right um for this game though i i, I if, if i'm not mistaken at one point the panthers were favored by two um, I, I think it also just depends on the site too um gotcha. you know, some some sites may have may have the the browns favorite um but, but um and some sites may have you know the panthers favorite but last i checked um, they, they were, I mean, they were like one point, uh, one and a half points favorites. So, no, I mean, that, that's, that's, that's what they're still currently at, but I'm pretty sure that when it opened, uh, the Panthers were favored. So for, for me, um, and you know, not, I, I agree with your pick. I just, um, last year I didn't do it, uh, where I set a rule for myself not to bet on the Panthers because there's too, too much, too many emotions, uh, involved. Uh, but I was looking at this game. So I was looking, I was like, Oh, Panthers minus two, like, that's what I kind of had it at. And, you know, it's kind of what you have it at, you know, winning by a field goal. Um, I just don't know what would have changed to shift that line to where the Browns are now favored by one and a half. So I don't yeah. know, just questions there. Um, yeah, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I didn't see that, but I'm no, pretty I'm, positive. Yeah. I did. yeah I, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm sure like maybe they were, obviously they were favored when Deshaun, when everybody thought, you know, Deshaun Watson was going to play. And I think it's probably just kind of just sway back and forth. It's just a lot of activity, you know, with Baker Mayfield getting traded over to him. So I, just, I think probably just, you know, there's just a lot, lot of information that was just, you know, that, that played into this. So it's, it would be interesting, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I think a big question in this game too is uh, Jacoby Brissett. How's he going to play? 
Um, right. You know, new team. He's been here before. He's had to step in in these roles. But I'm interested to see how, how this game plays out. I do think the Panthers win this game. Um, again, I, I agree by by about three points. But um, please go ahead with your uh, with your next pick. All right. So other pick I had, um, I also had the Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings uh, one and a half plus one and a half over the Packers. Uh, you know, the Packers with Alan Lazar potentially not playing. So this is going to be um, evenly like, you know, two evenly matched teams um, going against each other. It's going to be a completely new look um, for the Packers with, um, you know, two of their top receivers not not playing in this game. Obviously, Devontae Adams is with the, the Raiders now and Alan Lazard potentially not playing. Um, so, I, I, you know, I, I'm going with the Vikings here. Um, divisional opponent at home, um, you know, beat them last year. Uh, so I can see that happening again this year. I know Green Bay made some improvements on defense and the Vikings got a new head coach. Um, you know, they still got weapons in, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook. You know, just Justin Jefferson, you know, their, you know, their whole receiving receiving core. Can we can we also talk about uh Jalen Rager here for a second? Um going, you know, getting traded after you know, after he was he was drafted before Justin Jefferson getting traded to the Vikings. I even I don't know what type of role he's gonna play, but and then they say Carson Wentz is, you know, is a bad quarterback when they're giving him people like you know, uh, Jalen Rager. But anyway, I don't. Jalen Rager got laughed at by the Vikings front office. And and um, uh, why can I not think of the coach's name from last year? Zimmerman. Yeah, Mike Zimmerman. Yeah. Like, as, as, a, as a player, I mean, obviously, like, you, you can move past stuff like that. But, um, you know, coming into a team where <laughs> – people just laughed at the fact that you were picked before Justin Jefferson. Like that's gotta be tough. Um, and maybe, and, and it's the internet, right? Like maybe they, that's not what they were laughing at. Maybe they were laughing at the fact that Justin Jefferson was still available um, when, when they got their pick. But um, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting to me. And and I, I you, you've been high on Jalen Rager, I think since, since he came in the league, right. Or no. Uh, <laughs> I, I gave him the benefit of the doubt only because the, you know, the, the GM, and the head coach that he was going to. That's the only reason I, I did not agree with that pick, but I did accept it. I was okay with it because, you know, just, you know, how, you know, because of Douglas, you know, like what they've built, you know, beforehand, you know, being Super Bowl champs, I didn't, I didn't question it, but I didn't, I didn't necessarily agree with the pick. I, I thought they should have picked Justin Jefferson. And now, and now look at him, you know, he may be the number one receiver in fantasy football this year. I don't know. But that's, you know, that was, that's just crazy to me, but um, that has nothing to do with this pick, but I just thought that was, nah, it's just, it's, it's good. Good side conversation. Um, it's provocative. It keeps, it keeps the people going. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I like this pick um, Vikings plus one and a half because of what you mentioned. Devonte Adams isn't there. Uh, Alan Lazard's out. Um, Aaron Rodgers has a bunch of young guys to, to throw the ball to now. I don't know. Um, you know, what they're ultimately going to look like this year. Um, obviously, they have two really good running backs, but the reason why that team's been good is because of Rodgers' connections with his receivers. So um, we'll see how, how, how that chemistry plays out. But I do like um, I do like the Vikings and, and the talent that they do have on the field. So um, where, where was this game at? Is it at Minnesota? Yes, at Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, with it being a home, home game too, 
surprising to me that that the Vikings are an underdog here. So um, good pick. I, I didn't have it in mind, but I I I do believe that's a that's a solid pick. Yeah, even though it's a divisional game, uh, usually try to stray from those. But uh, I'm just I'm just uh, real convicted with this one. So yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going with. And for my last pick, to my chagrin, I got the Jacksonville Jaguars two and a half points over the Washington Commanders. Are they favored um, by two and a half? Or are they underdogs? They're underdogs, yeah, right? Plus, they're plus yeah, plus two and a half over the Commanders. I like um, that pick too. I bet you do. Um, but, <laughs> but you know, with you know, uh, Dougie P was um, was uh, Carson Wentz head coach at the Eagles, so he he knows that he's going to know that quarterback probably better than than most. Um, with you know, um, so they probably probably knows his strengths and weaknesses. So he's probably so he probably knows how how to stop him. And with some of the improvements that the Jaguars make this made this year, especially you know in the draft, they had a sneaky good draft this year, uh, especially in the first round, uh, taking uh, Floyd out of Utah, that linebacker kind of sideline to sideline guy, and also uh, Trayvon Trayvon Walker. Um, I know he, he people like he was like the least he has to be like the least talked about number one pick of all of time. all time of all time. Like, had a sack in his first preseason game, though. Yeah, he yeah he showed explosion. I'm not sure if he's like a top of the depth chart, but he's but he's definitely going to get some, going to get some uh, work in there. Um, they still got Josh Allen, not the court, not the quarterback that everybody knows and loves. Um, you know, he was pretty good last year. So see if he, he's still the young guy. See if he can make it. Still see if he can make another jump. Um, so and then on the other side of the ball, you got uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, year two. With Dougie P, we all seen what uh, Dougie P did with Carson Wentz in year two until he tore his ACL. Um, so I so he got that going for him. You know, Christian Kirk, um, he's going to be throwing to Christian Kirk. Um, I like that, Christian Kirk, I think he's going to have a huge year. Huge year. We'll huge we'll, year. we'll see. Um, you know, he was uh, heavily targeted in preseason uh, when they was playing. They also got uh, Zay Jones and uh, Mark Marvin uh, Marvin Jones, who you know who. Obviously, uh, you know, every year has this absurd amount of touchdowns. Like it happens every year for whatever reason. Um, you know, we'll in the tight end room, they got Evan Ingram. We can see if he can finally get something together. You know, first round pick out of uh, the Giants. So maybe who knows? Maybe you just had to leave Danny Dimes. But um, but yeah, I do like this. I do like this game. Uh, Chase Chase Young is obviously going to be out. Um, so the offensive line is you know is decent for the Jaguars. Um, so I could see them winning this game. Uh, so I'm taking the two and a half points. And I will say um, for I could see them, I could see the Jaguars maybe competing for second place in that in the AFC South division this year. Okay. I mean I so, so go I would if you know for the for the win totals, I would I would I would choose the over for Jacksonville. Um, you know, with you know, with the huge upgrade from uh <laughs> From a Dougie P to um, Urban Meyer, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah so um, so I so I yeah. Fortunately, I got yeah, I got that pick. So I think this is going to be a low scoring game, though. Okay, um, I I like those those three underdog picks. Um, looking at your actually, I, I I like all of your picks. I you know that would be a five that I would also put on my radar. Um, looking at your picks though. Um, if you were to parlay all those, that would come in at plus 2,493. 
So uh, slightly higher payout than mine even, but um, I, I, I like that. I think that there's a good chance that both of us could go 5-0 and this week. Um, it's going to be an ongoing thing throughout the season, so we're going to see, you know, at the end of the year who, uh, who had the, the, the better picks throughout the year and, and who was more successful. Ultimately, our goal is for both of us to be as successful as possible and win as much money as possible. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's good to get two different perspectives on this. So I do want to take a look at this real quick. Um, since you have so many underdog picks, I want to see what it would be if you were to parlay just those three. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm also be interested to see like like if I just go money line for those picks too. Yeah, I'm, so that's what I'm looking at here. So yeah. if you were to go money line for those three, um, it's not huge odds because uh, the Vikings and the Panthers are still um, at minus. So like they they didn't flip over to the plus side of things. Um, Carolina, the odds for them to win outright minus 104, uh, and the Vikings are minus 102. So um, the the odds makers think that there's a chance that, that either of those teams could, could pull out a win here. And, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't really shock the world. Right. Um, which is kind of what, what, what we've mentioned so far, whereas the Jaguars are actually plus plus one twenty four. So the three, the three leg parlay would be a plus seven seventy. So bet a hundred win seven seventy. not a bad return on your investment. Um, or if, you know, if you're, if the units that you like to bet are a little bit smaller, if you were to bet $10, you, you get um, $77 back. So um, I think I think those are both, you know, good payouts for solid picks, right? So um, I think I, I I like our picks. I know you disagreed with a couple of mine. Um, but even with that, I mean, I, I think we're going to have a, a, a good Sunday of football. I think we could both come out with, uh, with pretty high win totals here. Um, anything else you want to talk about with the NFL before I run through the college football parlay that I have? Oh, uh, I don't have anything. I think we, uh, you know, covered a lot today. <laughs> so, I mean, as far as like, you know, just like what, what to expect uh, this week. So, I don't really have anything. Okay. What about Ooh. you? I, I got nothing else, man. I think that we just hit on all the all the big games and, and the games that everyone's, you know, excited about and looking forward to. Um, you know, the other, you know, the Monday night game with Denver at Seattle. I don't think that's going to be much of a, of a game at all. I think Denver's going to run away with that one. Um I'm excited yeah, to see. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it, it, you know, it's, it's still it's still Pete Carroll. I mean, he's still a defensive-minded coach. He knows that he knows the quarterback. So I won't say it's going to be he's just going to be a, a runaway escape. But I mean, I do expect Denver to win. You know, with the improvements they made. Yeah, I the the thing like, regardless of the outcome of that game, like I'm not I'm not heavily invested in the outcome of that game at all. Uh, but I am excited to see how Russell Wilson operates with uh, with his new receivers, Cortland Sutton and uh, Jerry Judy. So um, I think be I know you had mentioned earlier um, that uh, Justin Jefferson could be the number one you know fantasy receiver in the league. I believe that's what you said. Um, I actually I have strong feelings that it's going to be Cortland Sutton, and I know you just traded him away in fantasy, so that's that's what hurts the most. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Or a um, bag of chips. Uh, wow. For a backup was, running back. It wasn't a bag of chips. Hold on. Hold for, on. For a backup running back and Whoa. a one a one a one b one a one b. Okay, for uh for a one b running back is what you traded him away for. No, and and a, a guy that that could you know if he who gets was it? Rashad Bateman. Who yeah, I don't even know what team he plays for. Apparently, 
Rashad, <laughs> yeah, you think he's with the Cardinals. But, who, I mean, if he got the same target share as Marquise Brown did, you see, you know, we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah, we'll see what happens. But I didn't need another – I didn't need another another number two uh, running back. And I was going to pick A.J. Dillon before Trevor sniped me. So, you know, it, it worked It worked out. I'm, I'm a little higher on A.J. Dillon than you are, as I see. I like A.J. Dillon, but I just don't – I picked him up in a few underdog leagues, um, best ball, best ball leagues, but um, <laughs> I would have kept – I would have kept Cortland Sutton. Hey, if, you know, since we're on Cortland Sutton – He's talking about player props. So what's what's um what's um his uh, touchdown total this year? Uh let's take a look. Ca- catch me off guard, but we'll we'll figure this out. Yeah, it might take uh, a little while to look, you know, find that. But um, no, you're fine. Player prop. Let's see here. It's loading. I'm gonna go get my dog. She's going crazy. I'm actually not seeing, at least on this app I'm looking at, no free ads. Um, I'm not seeing a total. I'm seeing whether he's going to have the most or not. Hmm. Let's see. Yeah, they just have it as, uh, you know, you can bet on, you know, whether they're going to have 6 plus, 8 plus, 10 plus, 12 plus, uh, or whether they're going to have the most in the league. Let's take a look at receiving touchdowns. Man, they got him pretty far down this list. He's at plus 5,000 for leading the league. I never said he's going to lead the league in touchdowns, but I think he is going to lead the league um, and just overall fantasy points for, for receivers. But hey, hey, for, hey, for plus 5,000? I'd throw a little I, bit at it. Yeah, I'd play that for sure. <laughs> um. Let's see here. What was I? Oh, we were going to talk about the uh, college college parlay here. So let's go ahead and jump into that. Um, do you feel you feel pretty good about what we talked about with with the Broncos? Can we move on? Yes, yes. We all, can, right, all right, all right, cool. Even, cool. even though you know, you, uh, you see, I see you disagree with the trade. So, but you know, it's okay. Hey, those things happen. Yeah, absolutely. We don't have to agree on everything. Nope. <laughs> um, but if right. you, uh, Trevor wins the league, I'm pretty sure you'll you'll drop. Oh, I'll, I'll remember this forever. Yeah, you know, top eight on MySpace. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm kicking you straight out. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna leave you at eight, but I'm gonna lower my top friends to six. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, all right. So for NCAA football, I'm just gonna run through this real quick. And again, this is all. Um, there's not as much analytic that goes into this. This is more so, you know, what I've seen, you know, last week how they're playing. Um, and then just how they play historically against these teams. So um, North Carolina at Georgia State, I'm taking uh, North Carolina minus seven here. Uh, North Carolina puts up a lot of points. Uh, Georgia State's su- surprisingly not a bad team. Um, they, they play a lot of teams tough, but I see UNC um, just putting up too many points for Georgia State to keep up. And I think that they're going to um, – have a gap of, of more than seven points there. I, I can see this game being at least a, at least a 14 point game, honestly. Interesting enough though, they, they lost to uh, South Carolina, like in, like in a bizarre fashion, they got, they had two punt return. They had two punt blocks for touchdowns 
but yeah. they also outgained South Carolina, you know, who, you know, their quarterback now is Spencer Rattler, if you remember, who was at yeah. Oklahoma, you know, lost his job to Caleb Williams, who's at USC now. So that, you know, that pick is interesting. Um, I could I could see it going that way, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Georgia State competes and, uh, you know, it's a field goal game and it's at Georgia State. So we've seen what happened when North Carolina was at another Sun Belt Conference um, stadium. So that game was just completely, completely – That was insane. Yeah, 60, that game was 62 points or something like that scored in the fourth quarter? Yeah, some, yeah. Like, then Appalachian State scored 40 of them. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're uh, the guy in defensive coordinators there. They're just running wild. Uh, I'm not sure if they're playing with 10 guys on defense, what's going on. Um, but – yeah, I, I mean, I do like that pick. I also didn't make that pick, but I mean, it's just some just something to think about when it comes to Georgia State. Yeah, uh, I got Notre Dame minus twenty and a half um, against Marshall. I just Marshall last year. Marshall was very frustrating from a from a sports betting standpoint because they'd have games where they would just go off and score a ton, and there's other games where they just felt it felt like they weren't even showing up. So um, I think Notre Dame, what we saw against Ohio State. Um, I think that they have the weapons and I think that they're going to, they're going to be hungry after losing to Ohio state. So I think that they're looking to make a statement. Uh, I like Marcus Freeman. I like kind of his style. So um, I think he's going to have this team ready and for them to be able to have a chance at the college football uh, playoffs, um, they're going to have to win games big and they're gonna have to win them impressively. So I, I think knowing that um, I could see them winning by 21, I don't want to say with no problem because that's a, that's a big spread re- regardless, but I just think from a, from a power standpoint, like they're a more powerful team than what Marshall is. Yeah, I can see that. I didn't watch the game actually uh, last week because I was uh, at the boys and men concert uh, with the wifey. And, <laughs> at and the, the uh, zucchini festival. Yeah. The zucchini festival, you know, uh, or zucchini fest, um, you know, it was, it was a good time. Brandon uh, really enjoyed herself. Uh, it was a good time. That statement just summarizes Ohio in general. The boys yeah. to men at the Zucchini Fest. At the Zucchini Fest. That, yeah, that definitely that definitely does so, tell you a lot about Ohio. Yeah. Um, next pick, I have um, the Florida Gators minus six um, against Kentucky. Uh, I know Kentucky, I think something just came out about their running back, starting running backs actually not going to be playing. Um, some investigation going on with the NCAA. I, I don't know much about it, admittedly, um, but – um, I, I'm pretty sure he's out and Florida just looked really good last year or not last year, last, last week. It definitely um, didn't look good last year. Yeah. But last week playing against Utah, um, you know, winning the game there at the end, U- Utah's a good team. Um, and the yeah. fact that Florida was able to, to pull that win off, um, I think Utah's a much better team than what Kentucky is. So I think Florida wins this game, uh, by at least a touchdown. Yeah, I can see that happening. Um, just one, it's one of those big rivalries. Um, Kentucky really doesn't like Florida. Florida doesn't really care because they're Florida, and then Kentucky's a basketball school. So yeah. you know, I can see Kentucky maybe in the first half, you know, being being on fire, and then just the talent just overtaking them later in the game. Yeah. Um, next game. This is a one that I want to say I'm less confident in, but I, I still think has a a really good chance of uh, of hitting. Um, I got Appalachian State and Texas A&M. I got the over of 54 here. Um, Just what we saw in the fourth quarter with the UNC game, and and Texas A&M is not not UNC. uh, But the fact that Appalachian State was able to put up 40 points in a quarter is very telling that that they had the capability of of scoring points. Uh, I think they have a good offense, and Texas A&M is going to put up points too. Without 
you know, I, I'm, I may be speaking out of line here, but I want to say that they put up like 51 points last week or something like that. I could be wrong. Um, yeah. So both these teams scored scored a good amount of points last week. Yeah, I don't remember. I know they scored a lot of points. I don't remember how much they scored uh, as far as Texas A&M goes. But I could definitely see this going over if uh, Appalachia State, you know, performs like they did uh, last week. Um, 31 points. Probably, 31? 31, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, a little different. A little different. Yeah, a little different. Uh, but still, I mean, still a fair amount of fair, fair, fair amount of points. Um, but you know, Texas A&M is uh, going to have a better defense. Um, they have a number one recruiting class in the country last year. So um, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to watch the game or where the game is going to be uh, broadcast at. But uh, I mean, it's going to be nice to see what those freshmen do uh, if they're playing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what Texas, Texas A&M can put together this year because I know last year they were projected to be really good and, you know, kind of had to fall off. But um, I think I think they have a shot of uh, making the, the college football playoff this year. Yeah. I think so. Well, they are in the same conference as Alabama, who's going to – I'm pretty sure they're in the same division as Alabama. And, you know, Alabama is going to be double-digit favorites in every game this year, so – well, yeah, I, I guess, and and that that's my mistake. I'm thinking about the is the playoff four teams this year, or have they expanded it yeah, already? Yeah, it's four teams this year. Okay, so that's that's my mistake. Then I was okay. thinking that we had already expanded. I, I know they're talking about expanding to twelve. So yeah, I think that's like either next year or 2024. Gotcha. So that on me mistake. Yeah. I, was, I was like, whoa, you really? Yeah, yeah, you're really convicted on this one. Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, yeah, that, I don't think that they beat out Alabama for that spot. Um, and you'll like this pick. Um, South Alabama at Central Michigan. I'm taking Central Michigan minus five. Um, the fact that Central Mich- Michigan made a nice little run last week, at, you know, in an effort to come back, um, it fell short. But I think that they show that they, again, they have the capability of scoring points. Um, <coughs> admittedly, know nothing about South Alabama at all. Um, <laughs> but I, I know I, I don't really know much about. <laughs> yeah, so um, I just I like Central Michigan. I think I think it's a solid pick there. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, Danny Richardson was uh, the Mac. I want to say Mac West or Mac Player of the Week uh, last uh, last week. They sh- they sh- the game should have been closer if they if they they woke up like you know in that first half they was kind of sleepwalking. Um, you know, Spencer Sanders kind of went kind of went wild in that first half. I think he scored five or six touchdowns in the first half. Um, and then they, then they woke up, uh, started defending a little bit. You know, start score. You know, start scoring. Um, so yeah, I could see. I could definitely see the um, you know Central uh, taking uh, covering the spread. Yeah, um, since you mentioned Sanders from last week, because uh, they played Oklahoma State, I was trying to remember who they played. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have Oklahoma State minus 11 and a half um, against Arizona State. Uh, I just liked what I saw out of them last week. Um, Sanders, I think, look, looked really good back there at quarterback. So uh, I know 11 and a half is a lot of points. Um, admittedly, again, I don't know much about Arizona State's team this year, um, but just from what I saw last week is really what I'm basing that pick off of. Yeah, um, you could tell that um, the you know defense may have taken the hit uh, with um, you know the defensive coordinator being what's his name Alex Grouch I want to say I might Alex I know it was his first name I can't think of his last name but he's with Ohio State this year okay. so you know, with uh, you know Central putting up forty four you know forty four points on them you know you could you can you could tell kind of tell that they that uh, that they took in the hit on on the defensive side about uh, defensive side of the ball and also. Uh, Rodrigo, if you've been watching Hard Knocks, you know they got uh, you know with the Detroit Lions. So they had we had a couple big losses on the defensive side of the ball, and you know had a couple uh, guys drafted late in the late later rounds. Uh, Mark, Mark Mark Rodriguez being one of them, you know for the 
people that watch Hard Knocks. Um, so, you know, there's probably going to be a little adjustment period there. Um, so, so like, and then uh, with Arizona State, I know their quarterback, uh, Daniels, who's now with LSU, um, you know, that game was whatever. Um, so, yeah, we'll – yeah, that's yeah, the game against Florida State. Um, so that was interesting. I'm not really sure who's uh, the quarterback is right now. Um, but you know, I can see I could I could definitely see the Oklahoma State, you know, covering, uh, even though they didn't cover last week, which I should have put which I should have put money on that, but I did. Yeah. Hey, it's a big miss, man. That's one of those things where you again, because you played for Central Michigan, sometimes is it, it's tough because of the emotion involved yeah. with it, right? Right. Um, last two picks here. Um, I got USC Trojans minus eight, um, against Stanford, uh, at Stanford. Um, I'm high on USC this year. I have them actually winning the, the PAC 12. Um, I, I think that they're, you know, overall just, just a really solid team. Um, and as you mentioned, they got Caleb Williams who transferred in. So, I mean, I don't know, again, admittedly not a huge college football analyst here, but uh, I don't know much about Stanford. I know Stanford is historically just a tough team that at, at any given Saturday, they, they could, they could knock off any team. Um, but I think USC is playing good football right now um, where I, I think that they pull this game off by, by about 10 points. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Um, what scares me is that Stanford usually plays USC tough. Uh, they have a different, I mean, if they're, like I said, like you said, um, I you know I'm not as familiar with Stanford. You know, oh back in the day, you know, you know years past, you know they're a big power team. So I'm not sure if they're, they're that same team now with that style of play that can that can be problematic for a team like USC. You know, probably not. You know, not as tough. You know, not as tough on defense uh, right now. But you, they do got a lot of a lot of splash, a lot, lot of sizzle with Caleb Williams, uh, Jordan Addison transferred from Pitt, who was a Balintikoff winner last year. You know, is with, is with the USC right now, so they, they, you know, they scored, they, uh, they scored a touchdown. I wasn't really too sure on what the stats were looking like. Um, so they got a lot of sizzle, sizzle on offense. Um, you know, the eight and a half points, I wouldn't do it, but I can see, you know, why, you know, with the talent, with it, with you know, with the talent, more talent on the USC side, uh, why you make that pick. Man, you just almost talked me out of it, but it's already placed. So, well, hey, um, <laughs> hey, I, hey, 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 you know, you, you have your convictions. I have mine. So, again, my convictions are just based off me figuring out some <laughs> formula in my head. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> proprietary. One day is going to be worth a lot of money, especially if you make a lot of money. Hey, if I if I can figure out how to put it on paper, <laughs> actually, how to make it make sense. Yes. Um, last pick here. Um, we got uh, the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors at the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, this game here, I'm taking the under of 66 and a half, strictly because I don't think Hawaii scores a point. Gotcha. I would take the over uh, just because Michigan is just known to run the score up. Um, so I, w- I would take I would take the over on that. What What are your thoughts on JJ McCarthy this week getting the start? You know what. Um, he you knows more. Mo- he's the more mobile um, option. Um, so he. So we'll see what happens. Um, if he plays good, you know he. You know with him with him, with the mobile aspect to his game, he may get uh, may get the start for the rest of the season. So I'm not really sh- not really sure what the quarterback situation. I don't even think uh, Harbaugh knows what the quarterback situation is. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see see how he does today. But I'm sure he'll you know put up numbers since we're going against Hawaii, who uh, came and beat uh, the bottom. Bottom of the uh, barrel team in uh, Vanderbilt. Not well, not bottom. Bottom of the barrel at SEC. Okay, I was about to say because Vanderbilt yeah, can still beat a lot of other teams in the country. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. But they'll finish last in the back. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see here. I got to figure out what these actual odds are because they're not listed on this um, on this payout here. And also, while you're looking at that, um, I got I got one Washington State plus seventeen and a half um, at Wisconsin. Cameron Ward. Cameron Ward. Okay. I talked about you, you know, you know, a couple episodes earlier. Cameron Ward. It's, it's go time. It's go time. You y'all struggled a little bit against Idaho last week, so hey, man. And he's going against a tough, you know, probably arguably one of the best defensive coordinators in the country, and uh, Jim Leonard. Um, so hey, it's like you know, talk you up, time the ball out. You might be one of the most knowledgeable people when it comes to defensive coordinators just across all levels of football. Well, I mean, well, well, you just take a look at what, what he did. He's like, he's had his track has been really fast. Like, his first year, he was a defensive backs coach, and then like, the, like whatever happened to the defensive coordinator, or whatever, then he replaced him, and then they just kind of just been taken off ever since. Like, they got a lot of nice concepts. But they're just, they're just a tough team, so but they're not going to see they're not going to see a passing attack like Washington State's, you know, in the Big Ten, uh, unless you know unless it's uh, you know Ohio State in um, in the healthy you know Jackson uh, uh, Jackson and Jigba. Um, so yeah, um, that's why that's why I like uh, Washington State at seventeen and a half, and you know got conviction in Cameron Ward. So. Okay, I like I it, man. That. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bet it, but I'm gonna yeah. I'm I'm pulling for him just because that's uh. That's your pick, and I have I have no no skin in the game. <laughs> um, on that parlay that I just ran through, though, um, huge odds here, huge odds. Huge um, and this is one of those like far out, you know, big boy parlays that we always talk about. Um, we got plus thirty three thousand five hundred eighty five. So if you were to bet a hundred, that was what your payout would be. If you bet ten bucks, uh, you get three thousand. Uh, Three hundred fifty-eight dollars and fifty cents. So, um, I like all the picks. I would love to hit this. You know, huge payout for us. Um, but you know, we we understand that having you know this many legs on a parlay makes it a lot more difficult. So, um, nine leg parlay is very challenging to hit. But if if we could hit it, that that'd be that'd be great. Um, looking forward to. Uh, do you know a, a full Saturday games, a full Sunday of NFL uh, football? Avery, thank you again, man, for jumping on here with me. It's always always a pleasure, always an honor to have you on the show. Um, again, I really appreciate Amari in the background disagreeing with some of your picks. Um, <laughs> that's probably one of my favorite things in the world. She's she's the best. Um, and uh, looking forward to chatting a little bit more. You know, um, next week when we see you know how how these results play out. Um, I'll also be posting a combined parlay on, uh, on our Instagram page that, um, combined some of, uh, some of my favorite picks from the, um, from the NFL parlay and the college parlay and, uh, see, seeing how that one turns out for us as well. That was another big payout. Hey Zach, really quick. Um, you know, before Brandy, you know, beats me up, um, who do you have winning the WNBA finals? Chicago Sky versus the Las Vegas. No, I'm sorry. Connecticut Suns versus the Las Vegas Aces. Yeah, I, I knew that's who was playing. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, 
Um, I'm going to go with the, uh, the aces, you know, when I'm, when I look at them and, you know, just, you know, their, their defensive prowess, you know, out there on, on the court, um, I just like, you know, much, much better ball movement, uh, when it comes to, uh, to players, they have them. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're going with the aces here. Okay. Um, I'm going with the aces too. Uh, Asia Wilson is going to be, a a little bit too much to handle. I mean, you got Chelsea Gray there. Um, a little bit, a little bit more offensive prowess on uh, Las Vegas Aces side as opposed to to the Suns. You know, they got some people that can score, but Las Vegas may be a little bit too much for them. Uh, the Suns they do play they do um, play really good defense as well. Um, you know, but Asia Wilson, you know, MVP of uh, um, favorite for a reason. So that's who I'm going with. Yeah, and I mean, you got to go Vegas over Connecticut because Vegas is just a much better town in general. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah, that's uh yeah. I was I'm looking forward to that game. I'm a uh, I'm gonna tune in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, but you know, she, you know, remember from our, our last conversation after one of our podcasts, you know, she got honest about that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Now uh, WNBA is, uh, yeah, it's it's exciting stuff. I'm looking forward to the championship. All right, <laughs> all right, man. Well, that's gonna wrap up the show um, <laughs> for, for the listeners and, and watchers out there. Uh, do us a favor, like, subscribe, comment, um, share your picks, share your locks with us. Uh, we're hoping everyone's successful this year. Um, looking forward to chatting on, on the next episode next week when we're able to recap some of our picks and then also make picks for, for the following week. So uh, appreciate everyone tuning in. Avery, thank you again, and we'll talk to everyone soon.